Welcome to episode 78 of the Preferred Experience podcast. I'm Chris Lasweer here with Dr. Trevor Wilkins from Meta Medicine. Uh, also works out at CrossFit Preferred, does jujitsu, runs, does yoga, <laughs> does all kinds of good things, and uh, knows his stuff on on uh, health and and fitness and medical and all the all the good stuff. Also an ER doctor has a really large resume. <laughs> so, um, all <laughs> kinds sure. of cool stuff. So I, a couple weeks ago, a few weeks ago, was telling Trevor my energy level has been feeling kind of low. And um, I will point out that in May I did rim to rim to rim again. And then in June did Mount Whitney, which is the highest peak in the lower 48 states. We have a little fly that keeps flying in here, but wants to be on the show today. Um, so did both of those. And after that, felt really low energy. Felt a little lower energy even before that though. Um, but it could have been all the training, all the different things. So ended up getting a blood test. And, um, you know, basically self-employed, work for a family, I work for a family business and uh, also own CrossFit Preferred. So insurance wise, I don't have like these awesome medical plans where you go in whenever you want and pay $10, you know, for a copay or whatever. And um, so I, it's, it's a little more commitment when I go to get something done, but working with Trevor, it makes it affordable and, and, and works out really well. So you could tell a little bit more about what you do with Meta Medicine. Yeah, yeah, definitely. So I still work in the emergency room, standard medicine, and meta medicine was 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 made because of my interest in really focus on optimal health mm -hmm. and um, in working with a population that's that's really fun to work with. And really it's it's uh, the demographic that, that you fall into, people that are really proactive with with being healthy um, mm -hmm. and so meta medicine caters to that type of medicine but also makes it affordable for mm -hmm. the you know the the once again the small business owners people that don't have those large um, insurance plans um, where labs imaging the exams are a lot more affordable mm -hmm. yep what does I forgot to ask you this before but what does it normally cost someone to to get their labs roughly, like if they go through you? Yeah, I mean, if you're looking at just the basic labs that you kind of get every time you go to a physical, um, it would be like around 50 bucks. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, that'd be CBC, CMP, and lipid. So that's looking at your cholesterol, your liver, your kidney, just how you, know, if you have anemia. Level. Uh, yeah, those, those, those type of things. And so you could, and then once again, you can get a very comprehensive test that your, you know, your typical office visit, you're not going to get, um, you know, for, for 300 bucks and, and, uh, or around there. Mm -hmm. And yeah, with, if you just, you, you can show up to any lab and, and get, get the, the same uh, blood work, but it's going to, you know, usually cost at least twice as much. Yeah. We, um, Tirsa wanted to get her blood tested a year or two ago. I forget what it was. And, um, the place she went to sent us how much it was going to be. Yeah. It was $1,500 yeah. is yeah. what they wanted yeah. for that. So, yeah. um, 
I think we talked to you after that and you're like, well, we could do this and, and made it way more affordable and, yeah. and it, and it got us the same information mm -hmm. that we needed for her and, and yeah. helped her a lot. So. Yeah. 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 It was a fraction of, of, mm -hmm. of that. Yeah, absolutely. Yep. Yeah. That, once again, that's, that's rewarding. I'm in the same situation. I'm technically a, a independent contractor. And so I sympathize mm -hmm. when, where medicine isn't accessible. And, mm -hmm. You know, and, it, and, it, and it's frustrating. So this is kind of my way of making it more accessible to people that are working hard and trying to do the right thing. Yeah. Yeah. It's, I, I actually got really interested in blood work listening to uh, Tim Ferriss years ago. Mm -hmm. And uh, he would do all these tests. Yeah. And I've wanted to do some of the same things. Yeah. So, you know, we started with, you kind of, you did a different panel for me than like a normal just health one you kind of yeah. did more uh like fitness related levels yeah. and different things so we could go over what what we went over uh from yeah. my panel um and and kind of share why you did that yeah, why you yeah, wanted definitely. to test that definitely could be be informational for everyone yeah perfect. so i hope so um the first one that you did with me that i was surprised on was my platelets mm -hmm. so why did why did we test platelets yeah so when we talked about those you know just basic labs like anytime you go to a doctor they're going to get a cbc a, a complete blood cell count mm -hmm. so that that's gonna have your white blood cell count that's gonna show if you have an infection or if you're stressed um, inflamed so so first of all Sometimes you can have an under, you, we were talking about, you know, fatigue and that type of thing. So sometimes you, sometimes you can have a viral illness. I mean, COVID, of course, that's on everybody's mind, but not mm -hmm. just that. Um, you know, you have Epstein-Barr virus, you have um, just a, a whole slew of, of those. Mm -hmm. So you're going to get a, or, or an inflammatory process, um, autoimmune, et cetera. So as far as weakness, you're going to, the, the CBC is going to tell you about that. Uh, moving on to um, your hemoglobin and hematocrit, those are what are associated with anemia, and they they carry your oxygen. Mm -hmm. So, somebody that's anemic, if you if you are only uh, at about 50% capacity or a, a fraction of where you should be uh, with the cells that carry oxygen, you're going to be fatigued, you're going to be tired. It's going to be mm -hmm. you're going to feel like you're on Mount Whitney every day because yeah. you're you're just not circulating the blood. So. That was another reason I wanted to, to order that test. Now the platelets is, it, that's kind of funny. I, I, I wouldn't have anticipated that being low mm -hmm. um, on you. And so it- I was a little low. I was at uh, 137, it says 150 to 450 is good. Yeah. So it wasn't critically low. I noticed there's a critical level yeah. and then there's a so low. Far, far from critically low. So once again, in the emergency department, you, you have to get down to like, 20 before you start actually transfusing platelets and worrying about it and getting bruising and those type of things. So, um, so in your case with the platelets being low, we, we just kind of scratch our head a little bit and mm -hmm. we, we kind of go through like, you know, some of the, the questions of, well, why would a platelet count be low? Is there an autoimmune thing going on? So autoimmune would be like, you know, a rheumatoid arthritis, lupus, yeah, you're not, you're not describing any of those results, family history. You don't have any of those type of things. Mm -hmm. Um, health issues, alcohol can, can cause that, liver, spleen problems, mm -hmm. no, no issue like that that, that you'd have. Um, 
infection. So once again, infection is always, always kind of in the back of our mind. You, you really hadn't had any of those symptoms. Mm-hmm. But um, you, you had a good question earlier about yeah. you want to. Yeah, I was curious. I, so I, I Googled it because it was Perfect. like the fastest thing for me to do because I was curious on the platelets. And it brought up that elevation can affect platelets. But I was only at elevation for, I mean, I guess 10 hours. I, I was out there 17 and a half hours that day and probably five hours of it, I was above 13,000 feet and then up to 14,500. So it said that that could have had an effect on it, but that was like a little less than a month before I even did this test. So I don't know that that would have anything to do, but I just like, question that came in my mind there. Uh, you know, I wondered. And that and, and that's really like my favorite thing about being a, a physician is the patient physician relationship because mm-hmm. there's a science of medicine and the art of medicine. Like there's not a day in medical school where we sit down and you know talk about hey what are the platelet reaction to high elevation. I mean, yeah. Sometimes you cover that but there's just yeah. no way to cover all those and so you have to have a discussion you know mm-hmm. with, with uh, you know like we did earlier and think about what we know and see what fits I mean, essentially an educated guess right sometimes mm-hmm. it, it just comes down to that um and uh you know the the thought that the that we you know that we discuss is just putting your body not only on the stress of elevation what is it fourteen thousand feet that yeah yeah so so the highest uh highest in in the, the continental it, yeah it's the highest in the lower 48 yeah fourteen thousand five oh eight yeah, is yeah. This, so. so huge amount of stress not to mention 17 hours of hiking on top of that so platelets they also have so they they help to clot the blood and then they also have um you know some some important functions with um the you know the growth factors are involved with the, with the platelets um that, that help heal your body even in the in when we're talking about healing the body when we exercise every time we we do that we're stressing our body in a calculated you know dose appropriate mm-hmm. way so you know that's that's something that that we um that we we say oh, you know you're not symptomatic you're mm-hmm. not bleeding you don't have any of these other symptoms these other symptoms probably has something to do with the high amount of stress that you you put your body under not not only at mount whitney but just you work hard all yeah. the time stress in life <laughs> yeah can, have, a, can it have an effect on it too it sounds like um yeah to a certain extent but just physically you know mm-hmm. what what you're 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 running you know rim to rim you're training for that i mean mm-hmm. you're putting yourself under a lot of stress yeah. not to mention it's what keeps me sane though <laughs> yeah absolutely there's, there's something to be said for the mental part of it too. oh absolutely <laughs> absolutely i'm the same way you know it's 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 funny how that works that 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 beating our bodies up is what just what our bodies need mm-hmm. um you know in in a healthy way it's done in a very healthy calculated way but but um there's definitely definitely stress and that's that's the value of exercise is the recovery process and um, i don't do as well on that as i could like my recovery i i need to come up with a better game plan because i don't i don't do the best at that yeah it's it's kind of funny how as we start aging you know getting it's a little changed bit, it i'm changes. 44 it's <laughs> yeah. definitely changed i'm in the i'm in the same boat and uh yeah it just becomes it, it's just it becomes very clear like how important that mm-hmm. is and you know you and i are always talking about yeah sleep and nutrition and all those mm-hmm. those things so yeah yeah so um but that's what we do you know and when we had that conversation we we say okay you know platelets are, are a little low right now 
and uh, we recheck them probably at least on an annual basis. Mm-hmm. Um, and then at a minimum, a meal's good. Yeah, I think so. I think mm-hmm. so at this stage of life, unless in 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 your specific case. Now, once again, we're like we were talking about earlier when we we're going over the labs. You, I mean, why don't you talk about what you were you were thinking? Yep. So I was gonna I was gonna ask a question too that came up um, on anemia. Is that mm-hmm. something you see in men? Very often, or is it more women? Because I, I would frequent. think yeah. more women. Yeah, less frequently in in men. Um, yeah, so so uh, for for a couple different reasons. Mm-hmm. The main one being that that um, during the menstrual cycle with mm-hmm. women, they, they shed a lot of, of blood mm-hmm. and have to recuperate that, and so uh, they they more often have that. Men have more a higher level of testosterone. Testosterone stimulates um, mm-hmm. the 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 hemoglobin as well so yeah can it, reasons can anemia happen with someone that's working out super hard though so is that why why some people that shouldn't do this or that have been getting in trouble even in crossfit lately um, um doping oh what well, i guess that wasn't happening in the most recent thing but we had a couple teams in the crossfit games get disqualified yeah and it wasn't because of doping it was because of some chemical that they did or didn't know about in yeah. one of their supplements. Yeah. So, um, I mean, there's, there's appropriate, I mean, the, you know, as far as, you know, you, you think about what, what the treatment is for anemia. So those people probably weren't medically treating yeah. their, their anemia, right? Sometimes there are appropriate situations. Rarely, most of the time you, you treat anemia with, um, with uh, with nutrition, mm-hmm. um, going back to that, more um, iron, more iron, taking yeah, supplements so. if, if needed. That's that's the most common uh, yeah. form. Sometimes you can get prescription strength um, iron supplements. Um, no Tirsa takes it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it, it, very rarely is, is somebody gonna gonna take you know a medication that, that increases. Yeah, that. and so that that's why it's a performance enhancing. So I think you know with with uh, whether it's that you know CrossFit or the Tour de France or I mean any athlete with you know an mm-hmm. endurance capacity is gonna is gonna um, recovery is what they they need well and and, and um, well and and by doping what that does is we talked about if uh, briefly earlier if it's too low you don't circulate enough hemoglobin that carries that but if all of a sudden you you have a hundred fifty percent increase in the oxygen delivery you're gonna get that much mm-hmm. better uh, performance and utilization of oxygen. So that's that's one of the reasons why doping is so uh, helpful for um, people that are trying to get an edge. Mm-hmm. That's why they do it. Yeah. So the next one that I was curious on um, is glucose, and uh, it's it's not creatine; it's creatine, right? <laughs> so I read it as creatine earlier. Yeah, um, that's a different word, though, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. So you have the the supplement uh, uh, creatine, and then uh, your creatinine, and so mm-hmm. um, yeah. And so, what was your your uh, question about it? So I take creatine uh-huh. daily because I've I've heard it's it's fine to do, it's healthy to do, and so I've I've been adding that to my protein shake for quite a while. When I saw this up until this moment and hearing you say the word, I was like, you're saying it wrong. <laughs> I, I was reading it as something different. So, um, so I stopped taking it the last week, week and a half after getting the results back from this. It's like, well, maybe I need to take a break on that. And um, another thing too, 
I haven't been lifting that heavy the last little while because I hurt my back like yeah. five weeks ago and I've just been playing it safe and kind of took a, a bit of a off season the last little bit. Yeah. And um, just because I went pretty hard from last summer till about a month ago. Yeah. Did a lot of things training wise. Mm-hmm. And so I wondered, you know, with my back going out and taking a long time to recover, I wondered if maybe it's time to take a little bit of a break. So I did, yeah, yeah. but I didn't do it all the, the 100% right way. I had a lot of sugar <laughs> and uh, a lot of treats the last little while and uh, did a, an after um, vacation body scan and body body scan that we have here. Wasn't real happy with that, but I kind of got what I, I, I earned the last little bit. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It so goes with life. Yep. Uh, so I noticed my glucose was high. So I wondered, was that because I've been having a lot of sugar the last little bit? Yeah. So, so the sh- so these things we need to take into context. So, so both of these, and this, this is why some, it, it's nice to have a physician-patient relationship. Mm-hmm. By the way, like sometimes, sometimes people think that the medical community doesn't like people researching, you know, say, hey, stay away from Google. I love it. Yeah. Because I want you to come up with every question. Sometimes mm-hmm. sometimes you, you go to Google and you're like, oh my gosh, I'm going to die. And it's like, perfect. Let's have that conversation. Yeah. yeah. Um, There's a lot of doom and gloom on, on Google when yeah. you search it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, and so, so I think that that's why some people are like, no, just stay away from Google. I, I think do your homework, do mm-hmm. your research, and then let's have a conversation about it because you are going to be able to spend so much more time on your individual health. Mm-hmm. You know, it's not realistic for me to spend hours on everybody's health, but yeah, you can, you can, you can delve into there and then we can talk about uh, some of these and have a discussion, you know, with, with some of these concerns and then we can say, Hey, you're not, you're not going to die. You're, you're it's yeah. really not as bad. And you know, athletes, athletes are funny. Uh, you're so critical on, mm-hmm. on yourself, you know, so the normal values, um, 99 you're at 104 now typically i didn't have you fast mm-hmm. for for this or were you well fasting? i did yeah oh, I you were fasting? fasted mm-hmm. okay so it is but only like 10 hours maybe yeah maybe i should have done longer so there's there's a lot of things that can affect that so so um in it once again 99 versus 104 it's it's it, you're just a little outside um, the normal range, mm-hmm. and um, and last time we did it, once again being conscientious of not overspending on a bunch of tests, we did a hemoglobin A1C which trends three months mm-hmm. worth, um, and that gets you a better idea the average of how often your your uh, glucose is going to be um, high. Mm-hmm. And so that would have now looking back, I, I, I would because your, yours was so good last time we didn't do it, but maybe next time we do do a, a hemoglobin A1C yeah. and an insulin to get the comprehensive picture. So mm-hmm. this in and of itself, you could have. Um, so one, first of all, yeah, it's a good motivator to clean yeah. up the diet for yeah. sure. You know, and, and sometimes sometimes measuring some of these things can 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 be great. But uh, the other thing that you take into consideration, like sometimes after, you know, sometimes you can be you can be fasting, you can be spot on with your diet and you'll get these little spikes. You'll get a spike after a workout, um, different times of the day. Um, yeah. What were you sharing earlier that after a workout you, Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, I had, a uh, some blood work done for life insurance. Mm -hmm. And, and so after the workout, um, my, 
my uh, my creatinine, which we're going to talk about here, was was sky high. Mm-hmm. Um, I had a urine sample done, and it had a bunch of these abnormal uh, globulin proteins in it, and that's what you would expect to see in like a diabetic, you know, mm-hmm. geriatric patient that their kidneys were just like getting ready to, to collapse. But the uh, so the, the life insurance they 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 wanted to deny me, and you know, oh, man, <laughs> like I'm like yeah, I'm, I'm like young and healthy, so I'm like, I'm like please just come back. Let's recheck everything. Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't work out that morning because I, I did the blood test right after it was after a CrossFit workout, and um, and when I repeated blood work, everything was back to normal. Yeah, like after two days, it's interesting. Yeah. It's so funny. once again, as you know, we we're talking about the platelets. Maybe those were affected, but we we really train our bodies to 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 beat themselves up and then then heal themselves with exercise that i mean it's it's funny that that's so healthy for us but we you know physiologically yeah yeah. you you know and that was with crossfit but it would have if i'd gone out and done a uh you know a rigorous you know track workout or a long Mm -hmm. run it would have looked the you know the same if not worse and so yeah it's it's interesting yeah yeah so um so anyways yeah so so the glucose but once again you know the, the the adage of what's what's measured is managed mm-hmm. i mean it's, it's motivating right yeah i to, found it motivating yeah to see those numbers and be like whoa this is yeah you know, i need to I, I need to step up my game i, a I did bit. my best to put it out of my mind last week while yeah. i was on vacation yeah yeah i didn't want to think about it fair enough but yeah. i'm back yeah the, the off season's over yeah so. yeah absolutely <laughs> you know and I, and I think that's the other thing too is is um you know, we're looking at the long haul of things. Mm-hmm. You know, this is once again we did the same thing last year and compared, which was kind of nice, right? To be able to, to have that those different data points and mm-hmm. trend. It had been over two years. Had it been that long? Yeah, yeah. Since I did the last one. Yeah, probably doing it on an annual basis would be would be a mm-hmm. good idea. We should plan on that. And um, but uh, yeah, but but having those data points is 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 you know, I. I my wife makes fun of me because I, I get so scientific about like this yeah. exercise, and uh, but but it's I very love it. yeah. I think we're we're, we're from the same uh, the same stock, but mm-hmm. um, having these measurements um, are it's so helpful. It's it's motivating. It gives us great feedback to to you know maybe change you know how we're approaching you know whether it's nutrition, the exercise. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and once again, it's um, the other thing too. You know, we're talking about the higher cortisol levels and diet, sleep, huge mm-hmm. part of that. We're always I really worked hard that. at that the yeah. last while, like yeah. really the last two years. Yeah. Um, sometimes better than others, but yeah, during the summer I've been able to get more sleep. Awesome. I don't have to get up so early to work out. Yeah. In the you know normal school season. Yeah, that's right. It's like wake up at four fifteen to get the workout done yeah so yeah so um at least when i come here yeah yeah no definitely so those uh but anyways uh awesome awesome data points and then yeah do you want to talk about with yeah with so one other thing we we talked about this a couple weeks ago you got a a glucose meter right Mm -hmm. and um so would we talked about getting me one yeah um i'm curious just to see because now it's really easy to do i think you just get a a patch yeah, and it can transmit to your phone. There's like a Bluetooth Bluetooth thing on it or something, mm-hmm. and uh, you can see what your levels are. So I, I think it'd be really interesting to do that for a couple of weeks and or however long you suggest and, yeah. and see. Could be an interesting podcast. Oh yeah, <laughs> you know I I did, I ran into some technical difficulties and I did it, but I loved it. 
mm-hmm. when, when it lasts. You get so much immediate feedback and it's all recorded. Mm-hmm. And uh, especially when you combine that with something like what, what you and Teresa do with with macros, recording your meals, seeing mm-hmm. how you respond to, yeah, to different meals. Yeah, it'd be interesting. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's huge because everybody responds differently to different different foods and you know, our, there's so much complexity and, and variance with us. Having that type of data is, is super fun. So yeah, mm-hmm. we we do. I, uh, I I went back to the drawing board. Um, the one that I used um, was great while it worked, but um, I it, it it came out a little too early, um, and um, and so I'm 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 trying to find. There, there's a couple that I'm that I'm checking out. They need one for athletes. They're they probably do. made for a lot of people that are pretty sedentary I would bet yeah yeah Mm -hmm. um, because at a minimum you have to to make a few uh, adaptations to it with securing it because yeah it it popped out yeah I wondered about that yeah Mm -hmm. so the next one was it's creatinine yeah yeah Yeah, so 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 I was at 1.28 the high or the normal high is 1.27 so barely out of range yeah negligible so I mean essentially you're on the higher end of normal and once again um, you know even just just exercising on a regular basis you'll expect that to be on the, the higher end of normal so a little bit lower you have the GFR um, and so that's the glomerular uh, filtration rate mm-hmm. and it is a little complicated explaining um, you know there, there's there's a calculation with how much you're filtering, you know, into the kidneys and then reabsorbing into the, the blood. Mm-hmm. But um, your GFR is is normal, um, and so that's reassuring. So mm-hmm. it's filtering well. You just have higher levels, and I think it's because all the running, ex- you know, the, the lifting, et cetera, that you're doing, mm-hmm. you're just breaking down your muscles in a healthy, calculated way. Yeah. Um, and, and you have higher levels than, than most, uh, most of the population because you're an athlete. Okay, cool. That's, but that's still, interesting. still, um, the, something to keep you, an eye on. What What do you do for that, though? Um, I, once again, it's good feedback to uh, even even though it is calculated, it's a good case for um, hydrating. That's going to okay. be the best the best treatment for that. Um, is that's interesting. Is helping your your kidneys to the your, your kidneys just like to have a lot of fluid. Like if somebody comes into the emergency department with kidney failure. The, the main treatment that we do for IV. them is, yeah, is, is hydration. IV mm-hmm. uh, hydration, um, oral hydration is, is awesome. It's just, it, IV takes longer. I, IV, you yeah. know, it's kind of, it's a nice we little We pee hack. it out too yeah. fast if we drink it all. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it is just, it's when, just when a little cumbersome. Right yeah. away. So, um, so yeah, but anyways, just good, good, good healthy water for, for athletes. Cool. Next thing I was, I was happy about was like, my uh, sodium, potassium, chloride, they all seem like they were in a good range, yeah. which in the summer here, I thought that was pretty good. You yeah. Know, pretty yeah. awesome that it was. And I that, wonder if it'd be different after uh, all the running. I, like, I haven't ran as much the last little bit. So that would that's be. hard to stay on top of. Yeah. I think I think that if, if there were any changes, it'd be very transient. Mm-hmm. Um, like if you took it right after you ran yeah, 10 miles. Mess. Yeah, but I think that you would recover really, really quickly with, mm-hmm. with healthy diet. The thing that I like the most about this is once again, it, it lets us know that your, your kidneys are working really well and that you're responding um, appropriately. You know, cool. your, your organs are essentially working really well. Good, good. And then what's AG ratio? It says I'm a little high on that. 
Yeah, so that, that has to do with the, uh, the proteins that your liver makes. Um, and so your um, alkaline phosphate um, was just a little, um, it's a little low, which is surprising to me. Um, it's, th those things are negligible, quite frankly. Mm -hmm. Like I, I wouldn't even, I wouldn't even worry about but that. But maybe cleaner eating, better um, hydration could help so in the long term. Yeah, generally, generally speaking, um, with with the with the liver and the liver enzymes, just just a healthy protein, like getting adequate good source of protein is is going to be the best. But um, to put Which that, most people don't get enough. Um, I think I think athletes performing at the level that they they want. Um, I I think that it's it's very challenging to get the amount of protein that that would be ideal. Um, once again, um, with with what with what you and Tirsa do with the, with the um, with macros and the nutrition planning, which I personally have seen amazing results with with sticking with that, um, it it's a full time yeah. job. You yeah, know, like trying to get enough mm -hmm. you know enough protein. Once again, I'm I'm very I'm very reserved with with. I think that nutrition is very individually based, and so someone like you or me, where we're trying to increase muscle mass performance, mm -hmm. um, you know, I think that that it's it's hard for us to get the amount of protein that we want for our specific needs. Mm -hmm. Then the next thing is LDL LDL cholesterol. Yeah, um, I was a little high on that. Is that? I think we talked about this two years ago. And I was a little bit on the higher end. Yeah. Um, is this something I need to be focusing more on, or yeah, pe that people need to be focusing more on? Yeah, that's that's gonna be that's gonna be diet. Mm -hmm. LDL, unfortunately. Uh, so the fortunate thing is, your level is where are we at, 109, and high normal is 99. So once again, you're not gonna go to a doctor that's gonna say, hey, you need to you need to get on a statin or yeah. Um, you're, you're, you're very, very close. You're not to the point where it's pathologically high, where you're, you know, you're, you're just really at a high risk. But mm -hmm. as athletes, we're, we're very conscientious and we're, we're gonna performance yeah. oriented. I, I, because of that and a couple other things, I, I, I wanna retest in a couple months just yeah. to see with, I wanna focus on my, I plan to focus on my eating and, yeah. and nutrition and that's, and um, that's, I'd, I'd love to see what happens with that and other things. That's where that's where you're going to get the the high yield <clears throat> with getting that getting that timed up. LDL is going to be one genetics, two first and foremost genetics, quite frankly. But we can't use that as an excuse. Um, diet is 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 going to be the most impactful thing that you can do to change that. Mm -hmm. Okay, cool. And then let's see. Then we went over testosterone. Um, testosterone. I went up quite a bit from yeah. the last time I was in, last time I was in the 400s. Yeah. That was two years ago. Yep. And I attribute that to, I was not sleeping yeah. good. I was actually at 496, yeah. August 30th of 19. And this time I was up to 647. Yeah. I don't know if that's great or if I should still be trying to improve that or what you'd recommend on that. Yeah. So once again, um, Testosterone is going to vary. It's going to be higher in the morning. It's, you're going to have ebbs and flows of those levels, and so there, and there's a lot of things that are going <clears> to <throat> affect that. So, 
one of the things that I think that you, you know you nailed it you know talk about sleep that's, mm-hmm. that's huge stress reduction is gonna you know just being mindful of, of that having constant you know stress worry taking mm-hmm. some time out for yourself is going to contribute to that huge one is uh, what you're doing in the gym heavy heavy lifting so the squats the deadlifts um, just that that rigorous exercise is all of those things are going to increase your testosterone level diet is huge um, actually we were just talking about cholesterol so <laughs> mixed bag right cholesterol is, is the is is kind of the building block of of, um, of testosterone and so getting good quality like there's there's good nuts that, that that's a great source of, of good cholesterol making sure that the quality you know like like uh, you know different types of avoiding margarine true butter those mm-hmm. type of things if you're going to use it which um, I don't have a lot of I don't yeah. have a lot of those things yeah but I do have a weakness for cookies and ice cream and that's yeah. in that stuff so yeah um, yeah M- mixed bag right so um, with with the uh, with the uh, the if you were looking at diet like the the emphasis would be you know just getting a really good source of, of fat and so um, you know replacing the 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 cookies with with yeah. uh, you know some type of so you know, that, that that's is. the plan now. Yeah. <laughs> um, but I was being with, weak. <laughs> <laughs> well, you're being human. Yeah. You know, I, it's okay to have, I, I'm not actually uh, maybe as strict as I need to be on that, yeah. but I really believe in, in like the 80, 20. Yeah. But I was definitely not doing 80, 20 yeah, yeah, for a little yeah. while. Yeah. Uh, Tirsa always teaches in our nutrition program that the, uh, the line's not always straight, yeah. you know? Like we're gonna have problems every once in a while. Or yeah. Not problems, but just we might might live a little sometimes. And this is a healthy outlook. Yeah. 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 There has there has to be a little bit of a little bit of balance. Yeah. So um so overall, once again, the number the number is a good part of the equation, but the most important thing is how you feel. Mm-hmm. You know. And so the question is is well, should it be higher? Well, I mean, I th- I think that we're always gonna. If we can, if you can, with awesome diet and health, uh, healthy lifestyle and exercise, get it to be higher. Heck yeah! You're, mm-hmm. I mean, the higher if you can get that up to 900, you know what what you expect to be when you're when you're 18 or, or 20. Um, that's that's gonna be that's gonna be awesome. But if you're if you're at a level and you're you're recovering well, you you're performing well, you're you're gaining muscle mass when you want to. Yeah, that's 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 great. The mm-hmm. symptoms, the symptoms to me are more important than the number. Okay. So, <clears throat> so with someone that I know, sometimes you'll help people with uh, what are the what do you call it? testosterone replacement or yeah yeah hormone replacement yeah, hormone therapy, replacement therapy, therapy. Replacement therapy. Mm-hmm. yeah. So there are some people that that I know that do that uh-huh. and, and it helps them, um, but some of them were like super low like mm-hmm. 200s yeah and um so i'm just wondering when at what level would you uh, recommend that for someone always individually based mm-hmm. and in that like any decision that you come up with with a physician is gonna is gonna be the benefits versus mm-hmm. the risks so once again like the conversation that you and i have had um you know, there's there's no symptoms of of low low testosterone that, mm-hmm. that you're that you're worried about. Um, 
you know, it's all, and, and a lot of those can be like, you know, depression, um, you know, uh, decreased libido or, or, you know, ability mm-hmm. to have sex or interest in sex, um, you know, just, you know, your just performance overall, not maintaining muscle mass, can't get rid of belly fat, like those type of things. So, you know, if you have two people and they have the exact same number and one says, I have none of those symptoms, no, no, you know, mm-hmm. it's probably not a good idea to do it. Yeah. If, if somebody has the same numbers, uh, let's say you're in the, you know, the mid range, kind of that gray area mm-hmm. and it makes in, in you understand the risk and the, and the benefits and then for that person it could it could make sense and so mm-hmm. it's always always individually based i mean there's there's some numbers yeah you're below 200 it's like you you really it would help them you you, you need like mm-hmm. it gets to the point where you know you're, you have complications from it being too low mm-hmm. you know cardiovascular and your you know bone density and, and these different things huge on your mood at and mm-hmm. affect um so there there are some times where you're just like you absolutely should if there's not a contraindication to do it um, but at the other time, like I, I, there, there are instances where if you're on the lower end of norm, normal or in the mid range, but you're having symptoms that are mm-hmm. problemsome where, yeah, you, you go ahead and do it. Mm-hmm. Cool. And then the one that's always, well, last time I did, every time we do the podcast outside, <laughs> something happens that's loud. So the street sweeper is going by. But uh, we've done pretty good overall this whole, whole yeah, podcast, complain, so it's not too bad. So the one that's really surprising to me, I'm outside a lot. I, I'm not outside a lot during the day, though, but my vitamin D level, it was better this time than last time, but I'm on the very low end of vitamin D. Last time I did it, again, almost two years ago, 28.5, this time 31.1, and would you say, I've wondered, is sleep a factor on that in testosterone? It seems like I, I heard something the other day that I really liked, and it was talking about, it was on a, on a cool podcast called Best Hour of Their Day, and it's, it's for CrossFitters, basically. My, my friend Marcus helps them with some things and in different things. But um, so they talked about sleep, stress, nutrition, fitness. They said, if any of those four had to go, have the fitness go away. So that says a lot. Mm -hmm. So sleep, stress, nutrition are the main things to focus on. I think the the, uh, fitness helps with the stress. Yeah. And it also motivates me to want to eat better and sleep Mm -hmm. better. Like it all, it all kind of comes together for me. Yeah. But Again, just super surprised on the vitamin D. I'd be curious to, to see what you recommend. Um, I kind of have an idea, but. <laughs> you know, it, it, is, it is funny that in Arizona, yeah. <laughs> that we are collectively so low on, on vitamin D. You think that if there was any place in the world where that would not be the case, it would be in Arizona. And the, the thing that, that um, you know, one, so, Vitamin D, one of the best ways to get that, or probably the best way, is through sun exposure. Like mm-hmm. you, like you had mentioned about being outside. Um, there's an app out there called DMinder. Yep. I've told you about it. I've shared it before on here too. It's, yeah, it's cool. <laughs> I need to use it more. Obviously, yeah, I, I'm guilty of the same thing, and I, I think that it's great because it it helps you balance not getting too much, mm-hmm. but getting enough in optimal time in mm-hmm. the sun. Uh, optimal time of the day and so um 
So yeah, my my recommendation to you is use that use Take that pool in the backyard. More. Get that tan. <laughs> and um, I and did that last week, by the way, in in California. We were at Newport, the family. I have a tan right now, and I normally have the worst farmer's tan of anyone I know. Yeah. So I actually have a tan. So I I wonder if my D levels could have increased last week. I know we I should think we should hurt. like draw you today. And yeah. Like see what your D levels are. Yeah, That'd it'd be, be interesting. We, we really should. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, I wonder how much of a vacation on the beach has to do with your D levels. Yeah. Increasing. I I thought about that last yeah, time we I, was, test it. I was at the beach, because you know the energy level has been a major concern and, and that I think is a big contributor um, to it. Being Once again, being on the, the, the lower end of, of normal. And are you, are you still supplementing with vitamin D? I haven't been taking vitamin D. Yeah, and so I think that um, if you're in a situation where where you're on that lower end of spectrum and you're, you're fatigued, I mean the, the upside of taking a vitamin D, you know, the, you're, you're not gonna overdose on it. Uh, you'd have to just so it'd be worth taking a supplement again and getting more sunlight I would so you were recommending put sunblock on your face (laughs) and so and wear a hat because I I burn on my nose faster than anything yeah and uh, but it'd be good to get a proper amount of sun for the rest of my body that's that's my personal take like if um, if I go running I'll, I'll, I'll put it on my face and then, you know, my neighbors kind of have to bear with watching me, you know, run down the canal with my shirt off sometimes. Because <laughs> I think it's a healthy dose that, you know, like sometimes I feel a little, you know, kind of shy about it, but like- I've, I, I've felt that. Yeah, <laughs> but I genuinely, I'm like, I don't care. Like, I, I think it's healthy to, you know, if I'm going out for yeah. a 20 minute run and, and I'm, I'm kind of a weirdo, sometimes I'll run a little, you know, during the middle of the day, even when it's, when it's hot, which I wouldn't recommend if you're not used to it. Mm-hmm. Um, and but like I, I that's exactly what I do. I put it on my face and then I, I try to get just a little dose because my face is getting pound. I, I grew up in Arizona. I yeah, started seeing, yeah, I started seeing some of the precancer for squamous cell at the age of twenty, just from playing a lot of baseball and football and everything else outside yeah. growing up. And uh, and so the other part of Meta is 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 you know we do facial aesthetics. You do aesthetics, yeah. And so you can the the face the face takes a pounding and so. I, I, you know, more surface area on the legs that seem to tolerate it better for me anyways. I haven't seen any signs of, of, of the cancer there. And so, yeah. And, and, you know, you know, the, the, uh, the torso. So that's what I do. That's what I recommend. Everybody has to make their own decision yeah. um, with that, but that's, um, you know, the, I think it wouldn't be a bad way to go. You know, the interesting thing for me, my legs have shown more sign from the sun than any other part on my body. Yeah. So I went to the dermatologist yeah. a couple months ago and he's I had him checked out I was like what the heck's going on yeah and he's like well we call these barnacles and yeah. they're just like things that happen none of them were cancerous luckily yeah but um it, he was teaching me that that's just something that happens with age I had a couple on my forehead same yeah. thing so we, we got rid of those yeah and um looks looks better but what kind of aesthetics so I know you help people with mainly their face aesthetics, right? Yeah. So you do some, what are the therapies that you do? You know, I, 
I like, once again, when we're talking about skin, I mean, skin is such an important organ of the body. And so as you're talking mm-hmm. about this, I mean, it's kind of funny you do aesthetics and you're looking at everybody's skin. So, you yeah. know, it, it, um, it, you know, you have 40, 44, like you mentioned earlier. I mean, mm-hmm. you, you have, you have great skin. You, you, you're taking care of yourself and that has a lot to do with the nutrition and the exercise. Um, and you know, quite frankly, I, every time I see it or about 90% of the time I see it, you're wearing a hat, you yeah. know, which is a good idea in Arizona. It's Cause I don't want to do my hair before I come to the gym, <laughs> you know, but it, and it, and it helps out a little bit with giving a little bit of extra shade. Um, so, so first and foremost, like I, like with aesthetics, like I think that just being healthy is going to help you look better. And that's, that's, that's the most important thing. And so if that means losing weight, um, exercise, I, I love pushing people over to CrossFit because I, I think it's the best efficient way to get if you have an hour and you want a great workout that's going to be comprehensive um, do that so so first and foremost like lifestyle Um, the other aesthetics that I really like are the things that augment your natural process so we do micro needling where you take little needles and you stimulate the skin by doing micro trauma so in exercise we we do a little bit of you know trauma to the body by exerting it and doing those little micro tears um, microneedling to me is the exercise of the, the skin. And so by, by um, creating a little bit of trauma, it stimulates elastic and collagen um, in the skin. And, and you get a nice growth. If you really want to get a nice uh, effect with that, um, we, we do a little bit of topical stem cells mm-hmm. that augment that whole process. So they have the growth factors that really um, cause the skin to... To, to grow and to be more youthful like mm-hmm. it literally like reverses age I love it um, and then the other thing too is, is PRP we take the blood we isolate the growth factors and then you put your own blood on your face which is kind of mm-hmm. funny right it seems barbaric you know it's cool to me <laughs> yeah it works great um, um, and and it works great for the face and it, it actually stimulates some hair growth yeah um, I was gonna well. ask you about that yeah I'm starting to thin a little bit right here in my yeah. my nine-year-old that turns 10 tomorrow she uh, lets me know. She's like, you're getting bald spots. Yeah, like, yeah. thanks. And Kids like, are great for that. <laughs> She's very honest. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, no, um, you know, and it hap- it's going to happen to everybody. And so these, these hacks that you can do with either taking your own blood or stem cell, actually, um, we have a great, the, the taking your own blood, it's, it's a whole process, a little bit more pricey, but like the results people love it i mean mm-hmm. it, it it really works it's, it's way better than a hair transplant um and way way more affordable um and but we, we we can do that there's an even more affordable option where you can do microneedling with stem cells um on the scalp you get great results um it'd be it, interesting to try yeah you know and in, in, in my thought process too because i you know i'm thinking the same thing is you do that every three months which is about the the cycle of you know, a hair follicle, mm-hmm. um, and that preventive measure is going to be a lot better because once it once it gets to the point where there's no there's no hair anymore, you do need a transplant. But if you can stay on top of the the, the hair thinning by doing you know whether it's stem cells and then there's different peptides, um, different pharmaceuticals. You know, mm-hmm. um, Rogaine's the most popular one. Finasteride's a lot of people know about that. Um, but yeah, I. We, we do all of those um, it, 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 in the practice, um, and and they, they are very very effective. And you know it's kind of funny because get to our age and you're like I'm a guy I don't care you yeah. know. But then you don't care until it happens to yeah. you. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> you're like I 
do care. I kind of care. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Even, and, even and it doesn't just it. happen to guys. I notice women that have it happen too. Well, so. women aren't, women are, have a little bit more sense than us men. I mm-hmm. think typically about that type of thing. No, for, for women, especially, um, uh, particularly, you know, have a lot of women like after, after they give birth, yeah, um, they lose, lose a lot of hair. Mm-hmm. Um, you, you get a great bounce back from that. And then, you know, once again, you start getting in menopause and your, your progesterone levels are changing. You can get, you can get hair loss with that as well. Mm-hmm. Once again, that's, that's another time that's appropriate to do some of the that hormone replacement therapy, making sure that's balanced, doing some of the treatments for, yeah, for, for women. Absolutely. Um, and, uh, women, women are a lot more open to yeah. procedures like that than, totally. than men typically are. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. So let's see any other things that I think we went over most of the, yeah. The labs and, and we went out, we wrote down a couple questions before, but um, PRP would be good for like, I know you do PRP. You've helped people with their, their knees before. That's yeah. made a big difference. Yeah. Um, so that, that could be a good thing. And then IV vitamins. How often would you recommend IV vitamins? You know, IV vitamins, they, they are, they are an indulgement. I mean, cause mm. it's the, it's the same thing that you, you there, there's nothing secret about what's in an IV and I at first when I heard about it I'm like I was skeptical mm. you know and I think that's kind of just that kind of conventional medical training I had I'm like oh that, that doesn't make any sense why don't you just eat it yeah until I did it and it's it's become I've like, done it I liked it I felt yeah, better it's when I definitely yeah it's it's I should have done it after my two hikes it would have made a huge difference you know and it you know, anecdotes are, it's the lowest form of, of proof of medicine, but anecdotally, just what I've seen from doing it over the last couple of years, as far as recovery, performance, mm-hmm. um, it, it absolutely makes a, a big difference because even though you can, you can get everything orally, the dosing, I, I, I've convinced myself just from what I've seen in kind of the theories that You've are out there. You've helped a lot of different people. For yeah. Sure. It makes it. I've seen it make a, a big difference. Now, it, you know, it, it's a lot more expensive than, than, you know, going to the grocery store. Um, but, and if, if, if you, if you want to splurge a little bit and feel, feel really good, like it, it makes, it makes a big difference. Like I, I love, I love seeing the results. I love being on the receiving end of it too. Mm-hmm. The, you know, the, yeah. the, the older, more stressed I get. I hear some of the uh, high level executives will do it kind of on a normal basis just to keep them tip top keep them in good shape on, on that topic i mean you you calculate it i mean you're, you're you're an entrepreneurial if you can if you can have a week where you have three hours of three hours more of, of production or the eight hours or unfortunately 10 or 12 hours that a lot of these executives are working like you do a mathematical equation and it makes sense mm-hmm. for for um you know even from a even from a financial standpoint, if you can be that much more productive, think that much more clearly, have that, you know, like when you feel good, mm-hmm. you want to get a things big difference. Yeah. yeah. So for sure, a lot of, a lot of executives and people that are just trying to perform at a high level, like it, it really, they, they really like it. And I, I understand why. Mm-hmm. Yep. So hopefully this guy will move by right now <laughs> as we're finishing up. Is there any other things that we want to, go over so if somebody wants to go to you they go to metamedicine.com is that what it is yeah meta metamed.com metamed.com yeah m-e-t-t-a med.com um and then uh, obviously crossfit or or reach out to 
Tirsa yeah. or yeah. Megan or myself and we can put you in yeah. contact with Trevor. Yeah, yeah. send a but, text um, anytime. Yeah. Totally worth doing. Um, it's, it's really fun to see where your health's at and really good long-term to, to know where you're at every year, you know, yeah. to, to do that, that test. Any other tests that people should do um, regularly or... You know, these, these, you know, what we did or, you know, is pretty confident. We didn't talk about your thyroid. We checked mm. out your thyroid, but you know, it's what, what you and I did is similar to what people come into the ER. You know, mm. sometimes you just want to go to the ER to know that there's not something wrong. And yeah. I think that, you know, the conclusion that I, that I think that I've, I've had with you is, is like, you're working really hard. You know, mm. you, you, you did some just crazy highs. You did rim to rim. You did Mount Whitney. And so um, it's nice to know that there's not something here that's layeringly abnormal, mm-hmm. you know, that overall looks good. And so I think for us, it's just like, okay, we can tweak a few things, you know, take some vitamin D, mm-hmm. get some more sun exposure, do the healthy lifestyle, but, but at least we don't have to, it, to worry about, are you anemic? Is there some weird infection? Is there some, you know, bone marrow, you know, yeah. like suppression thing that's going on. And so it, even if you don't have the exact, like, okay, I know exactly what's going on. It's nice knowing what, what's not going on just mm-hmm. as much in my opinion. Yeah. Be, being a car guy, I heard this once that you, you want to change your oil in your car, right? To keep, to keep it running in best, in best shape. But yeah. a lot of times we have no idea what's going on in our bodies. So right. if we test our blood, that's like effectively, you know, it could be like an oil change or, or knowing at least where your level, levels are at. Yeah. Getting I, your car checked out, your body checked out every once in a while makes a big difference. Absolutely. And, and a I, lot of us take better care of our cars than we do ourselves. Yeah. We're usually the, the, the person that we let go. I'm, uh, I'm reading a book for the second time called 12 Rules for Life by Jordan Peterson. Oh, nice. I love that book. Yeah. The uh, second rule, I'm gonna maybe botch it a little bit, but it's take care of yourself better than you take care of somebody else. And so that one of the first things he teaches in there is people will take better care of their pets than they will of themselves. Yeah. You know, so take care of yourself like you would somebody else. And so I like, I really like that that idea that we we really have to take care of ourselves and to be the best for somebody around us it takes knowing where we're at you know, yeah and, and doing that this this is a great way of doing it like I've, I've seen young healthy people that doing everything right and mm-hmm. we do the blood work and like and we start looking at their their creatinine and it and it was like hey whoa 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 Mm-hmm. Let's take a look at what's going on, and then we find out that the blood pressure is high, and then there are some interventions. So, starting at 40 as opposed to 60, it, it is it makes. I mean, that 20 years of making a small intervention now makes a huge difference. Mm-hmm. You know, that little deviation now can make a big difference, and so that is, you know, if it's not with me, you know, just even your regular doctor. Um, having a good pulse um mm-hmm. on on some of these basic measurements um you know on that note making sure your blood pressure is on on point 
Uh, man, we, we need to have a whole other podcast talking about heart rate variability and some yeah, of these different measurements of sleep. We should have that for another, another conversation. That. That's so, uh, that let's do we don't have enough time now for sure. But um, do you know the Apple Watch now does that too? Does HRV? So does the Garmin, and then of course Whoop. Yeah. Um, but yeah, we could do that. Yeah. So um, yeah. So anyways, I'm glad I'm glad you did that. We you know we're gonna we plan on rechecking it in three months mm-hmm. um, because. You, you have some goals and yeah. some, some motivation. We'll check the, the vitamin D. We'll, we'll check your LDL. Keep an eye on your platelets. Um, and, uh, you know, that'll be that'll be a great way just to keep a pulse and make sure that everything's uh, looking good. No, yep. no red flags. Yeah. And it wasn't crazy expensive to do. So for those that are like, oh, yeah, I, I don't want to spend the money. It yeah. wasn't, wasn't bad to do. Yeah. And um, Trevor could go over that with you. And he yeah. has some, some good specials for crossfit preferred members i know uh, you've helped people in the past I, I can't help it like i love i love working with i love working with athletes mm-hmm. you know crossfit preferred is you know the uh you know it's kind of like our, the extended family so yeah i always i can't help it but hooking up the the crossfit preferred people so cool. yeah always always uh always throwing some uh, some goodies and discounts for yep. the crossfit preferred but so, yeah um and, and i'm totally transparent with you know the prices uh for the labs are, are on my website and so okay um you can you can check those out but typically you know basics going to be you know as low as you know you could get 25 dollars just to get the very very basic if you want to just go crazy um you know it's not going to be more than 350 and so like you said mm-hmm. like getting a bill for 1500 is, is not yeah it, it kind of makes you not want to do it right you know yeah. but when it's a couple hundred bucks mm-hmm. to know where you're at it's totally worth it I think so. Yeah, you, you you'll put all all that work you're putting in to yourself here in the gym and with nutrition is going to make a huge difference for you. You know, and even even though we just got a few few pearls to, to kind of focus on, you know, vitamin D exposure mm-hmm. um, and in the nutrition, I think that that that's worth the investment. Just having that that little bit of motivation, feedback, interventions. Mm-hmm. So cool. you know, I think it's I think it's worth the investment in yourself. Thanks for being on here today and go yeah. over, going over all of this absolutely and check out metamed.com and uh, you won't be disappointed it's it's awesome it's fun to work work out with trevor and and go over i love nerding out on all this stuff so it's thanks for doing that with me today yeah. really fun I love it too cool thanks right, a lot everyone have a great week and we'll see you soon